What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, though? Welcome to the TAGT Show. I'm your host, Mr. Slate, and I want to thank you for tuning in to a Fly City Inspired Podcast, WFLNT Radio, channel 810.5 on your FM dial broadcasting throughout the universe. Hit your like button, subscribe, share. If you want to get in touch with me, hit me up, Mr. Slate 810 at gmail.com. If you want to leave a voice message on anything that we discuss or you have a topic you want to get on, leave a voicemail, 810-553-6592. That's 810-553-6592. Check us out on Facebook, IG, Twitter, The TAGT Show, of course. Uh, we're on all your major podcasting platforms, Apple, Speaker, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Google, Amazon, just to name a few. So tap in. Let's get into the show. What up, what up, what up, what up, though? It's your boy, Mr. Slate, checking in. I hope y'all doing all right today. Today is Saturday, June 12th. It's 925 Central Time. I'm here in Oklahoma on my way home for vacation. And I am ready to get to some crystal blue water and some white sand and just chill, man. Just relax for a second and then get back out here and get back to it. But yeah, man, uh, this is episode 30. Um, I have been running like a madman been running like a madman trying to come up with it y'all trying to come up with it uh those who can relate that the grind do not stop i commend y'all and to all others that think somebody just gonna come and knock on your door and give you something and hand you something and make your life easier you know get your ass up but yeah this is episode 30 um it's been crazy out here. Uh, looks like I'm starting to see signs on establishments, which is more so truck stops, where they're saying if you have the shot, you don't have to wear a mask. But if you haven't had the shot, could you please wear your mask? Which is still confusing to me because anybody could just say, yeah, I had my shot. Like can't just be like hey let me see the proof you know what i mean like you know how many people you have to literally hire somebody to stand at the door and do that all day which would probably turn a lot of your customers away so i don't see them doing that so yeah man it's been hot everywhere i've been it's been at least 80 degrees so summertime is upon us if you guys are planning on traveling anywhere uh, book your stuff early, man, because it was hell trying to find a uh, hotel. Uh, Air Airbnbs were just shot. It's just shot out. No Airbnbs, no rental cars. Everything is shot, man. So we was lucky. Luckily, we found a hotel, you know, so we got the kids room, got our room and we have uh, family members that's joining us. So Everybody was able to book a room, but my suggestion, man, if you plan on doing any type of traveling this summer, uh, to book now. You need to go ahead and look where you're going to stay at, and you need to book it now because everything is booked up. It's the pandemic, man. It's people are getting out now, and they are going nuts. Everything is sold out. Everything is booked up. 
restaurants, everything. So, but we're gonna make a do with a do. Uh, we're gonna go to the beach and we're gonna enjoy ourselves and we're gonna have a good time, man. We're gonna have a good time. So, yeah, man, uh, don't forget to hit the likes, the stars, the whistles, the bells. Um, check us out. Always the email, Mr. Slate810 at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook, The TAGT Show. Um, Instagram and Twitter, uh, Apple. We're on all your major podcasts and platforms, as you heard in the introduction of the show. But uh, yeah, man, I'm trying I, with this new studio that I'm using. I haven't quite figured out how to get my stuff back on YouTube. So I am working on that, but you can always go to the main platform, which is the Facebook, the TAGT show, or check us out on anchor or Spotify is the main, main places. If in fact I do play music because I realized when I play music, it, it's only exclusive to Spotify. So if you don't have Spotify, unfortunately, you will only hear a snippet of the show. But I'm not going to play music on every episode. But when I do, I will definitely let you know. Uh, so that's up to you if you want to subscribe. If you already have it, that's a good deal. So, man, let's get into it. Let's see what's going on out here in the world. Uh, I will be doing some interviews including people i know i've been saying that for a while but i found a way to do it and we are going to make that happen the next show will have somebody on deck and who knows what the topic may be who knows so stay tuned i thank y'all for tuning in so let's look at it man um nationwide news first and foremost as we always do uh looks like a fourth stimulus check could be on the horizon um, so let's look and see. This is coming from 62 CBS Detroit News. Uh, who was this? It was posted June 11th at 1247 p.m. I don't see a name of the person that posted this article. So whoever you are, I apologize. I don't see your name. So therefore, I can't give you a shout out. Um, so let's check it out. Stimulus checks have helped Americans survive the last 15 months or so. While the economic recovery continues, many people aren't necessarily seeing that improvement in their own lives. Unemployment is still well above pre-pandemic pre, pre levels and millions of jobs have not returned. Can Americans count on a fourth stimulus check for some support? That question remains unanswered. Um, I don't think that the stimulus checks, I mean, it, it helped, you know, especially if, you know, you don't have any other alternative, you don't have any income coming in. So I can't necessarily say it, it you know, it didn't help. It didn't hold no significant value. I mean, it's extra money. Every little bit counts. So, I mean, it's, it's a whole lot better than receiving two or $300 you know, you get fourteen hundred dollars. That's that goes a long way if you if you use it right. Um, we all know that some people, hey man, they go out and buy and bought the Jordans and the, the Gucci bags and the the, the the Fendi belts and and everything. We already know. We already know. But definitely, 
you you want to hold on to what you can hold on to because things is getting crazier and crazier and crazier as far as like the jobs i'm seeing a lot of jobs hiring so that's a surprise to me that is still unemployment rate pre-pandemic levels you know what i mean like i i see everywhere i go i see hiring all these warehouses that i go to to deliver they're hiring all of these truck stops are hiring these restaurants are hiring so i'm seeing a lot of hiring signs so that's that's a little surprising to me very surprising to me that they would even say that but we're gonna roll with it you know what i mean so the third round of relief relief payments started almost three months ago courtesy of the american rescue plan arp since then approximately 169 million people have received up to 1400 dollars each totaling 395 billion of the 422 billion allotted that includes a 2.3 million checks dollars i mean i'm sorry 2.3 million checks and plus up payments that went out this week the a the arp checks follow closely behind the 600 payments from january which came nine months after 1200 dollars payments from the pandemic pandemic's earlier days each of the relief payments was an attempt to cushion people from covid 19 economic impact and prop up the economic uh, prop up the economy in the process they seem to have worked leading some to question if another stimulus check is necessary so they're thinking about it so keep your eyes open i will post that link inside of the uh tagt show on facebook so you can take a look at that and read through that and uh see what's going on with that you never know you might look in the mail or might look at your account one day and booyah you know you got a little got a little extra change to play with like I said, you want to use that. You want to be smart with that, man. You don't want to just take that and go to the club and ball out on something crazy, man. Because I'm telling you, if if stuff hits the fan, y'all, and you don't have nothing, you know what I mean? You don't have nothing at all. It's going to be real bad for you, man. It's going to be real, real bad for you. You know what I mean? That's why I tell people, get to know your neighbors and get with your neighbors and, and try to come up with some type of plan to protect uh especially if you're in a cul-de-sac that's great you know what i mean because if you're in a cul-de-sac get with your neighbors and say hey if it if it goes down this is what we're gonna do this is why this is how we're gonna handle things and this is you know you want to protect your neighborhood you want to protect your homes you want to protect what you got and you want to stick together you know what i mean you don't want to just get in your house and just stick to yourself man you gotta band up with people man and form an alliance because the more people in that alliance you have you have more options you have more options so i would definitely suggest that um for myself as well i just moved into the neighborhood i know my neighbors pretty well but i haven't i don't know them well enough to, to bring that discussion up to them as of yet but i definitely need to and you do too so something weird is going on in space. I read this article and it kind of made me think. I was, it threw me off a little bit. So let's check it out. Uh, this is uh, Live Science. Uh, there's an article from Live Science that was posted. And 
it's pretty much discussing about something weird going on in space. This was this is by Adam Mann. Uh, this was posted about 20 hours ago. A giant arc stretching 3.3 billion light years across the cosmos that shouldn't even exist. So somebody's looking up there and if you don't know what an arc is, an arc is like a it's like a it's like an electric like an electric you know I, I can't explain it. It's like electricity. It looks like electricity. And that's in space spanning 3.3 billion light years across the cosmos. Now, if that ain't weird, that's some weird stuff. So let's read into the article. Let me see what he's talking about. A newly discovered crescent of galaxies spanning 3.3 billion light years is among the largest known structures in the universe and challenges some of the astronomers most basic assumptions about the cosmos. The epic arrangement called the giant arc consists of galaxies. Uh, what is it? Galaxies, galactic clusters, and lots of gas and dust. It is located 9.2 billion light years away and stretches across roughly a 15th of the whole observable universe. Its discovery was a duck. A doctoral, uh, I'm sorry, I just lost my frame of thought here because I was, I totally thought, started thinking about something else and I shouldn't do that. I apologize. All right, its discovery was a doctoral candidate in, cosmo in cosmology at the, well, Ale Alexa Lopez, Alicia, I don't know how you say it, Alicia Alexa, A L A L A L E X I A Lopez. A doctoral candidate in cosmology at the University of Central Lancashire, Lancashire, you, well, I guess it's you, you clan in the UK, told live scientists. Yeah, I messed that all up, y'all. Let's try that again. We're gonna rewind that. We're gonna rewind that. Let's start that over again. All right, his discovery was stupendous. Alexa Lopez, I'm going to call her Alexa. Alexa Lopez, a doctoral candidate in cosmology at the University of Central Lancashire in the UK, told Live Science. Lopez was assembling maps of objects in the night sky using the light from about 120,000 quasars, distance bright cores of galaxies where supermassive black holes are consuming material and spewing out energy as the light passes through the matter between us and the quasars it is absorbed by different elements leaving telltale traces that can give researchers important information in particular lopez used marks left by magnesium to determine the distance to the intervening gas and dust as well as the materials positioning in the night sky in this way the quasars act like spotlights in the dark room illuminating this intervening matter lopez said in the midst of the cosmic maps a structure began to emerge it was sort of a hint of a big arc lopez said i remember being i remember going to roger clouds and saying oh Look at this, Clouds 
her doctoral advisor at UCLan suggested further analysis to ensure that it was some chance alignment or a trick of the data. After doing two different statistic tests, st statistical tests, the researchers de determined that there was less than a 0.003% probability the gigantic, the giant arc wasn't real. They presented their results on June 7th at the 238th virtual meeting of an American astronomical astrology. So there's something weird going on up there. I mean, you really can't. I mean, who? who I mean, like you can't put no rules on the universe, in my opinion, you know, because nobody really knows. I mean, you I mean, we know what we know, but, you know, it could just throw us for a loop. It could throw things for a loop. But to me, that's concerning, man, because it's like I always watch, you know, stuff on like the universe and like our galaxy is just moving through the universe. Who knows what, you know what I'm saying, we running across or coming to. You know, you got black holes, you got you got all kind of stuff. They say the sun is starting to act crazy and act in a different way. So, I mean, it's just a little weird and that's a little concerning to me that they they're finding this stuff out there and it's something we've never seen before. So it's like, how is that gonna affect us? You know what I mean? So yeah, I apologize. I just totally got sidetracked. I just thought of something that I have to do before I go to sleep. So I apologize for that. It just threw it threw me totally off. But we're back on track, man. <clears throat> Let's go ahead to the next. That really threw me off. So in my neck of the woods where I'm at in Gwinnett County, Georgia, it looked like somebody did a cyber attack on the medical center in Gwinnett County, Georgia. So that's a it's been a lot of cyber attacks like this stuff is getting out of hand you know i don't know if you can i don't know if they're gonna try to blame this on russia or not <laughs> but let's check it out this is from jim masara uh posted june 11th 2021 at 404 p.m uh, that was yesterday uh gwinnett county medical center cyber attacks leads to federal charges Phone and printer services was disrupted by a 2018 cyber attack against Gwinnett Medical Center, according to the U.S. Justice Department. Gwinnett County, Georgia, a Marietta man has been indicted in connection with a 2018 cyber attack on Gwinnett County Medical Center that disrupted phones and printers and exposed information from digitizing services. So this dude, they've been looking for this cat since 2018. Why would you why why would you do that to a hospital though? Now you have you you just must not have nothing else to do. Like a hospital? That's crazy. So his name is Vikas Singla, 45 years old. And then you're 45 years old. Come on, man. Let's get it together, man. He was charged with 17 counts of international damage to a protected computer and one count of obtaining information from a protected computer. He was indicted Tuesday by a federal grand jury according to a news release from the U.S. Department of Justice. Singala, the chief operating officer of Metro Atlanta Network Security Company that served the healthcare industry, is alleged to have conducted the cyber attack in part for financial gain according to the court documents cited by the Justice Department. 
the company that employed Tagala was not identified in the news release, which was emailed to Patch on Friday. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is from Patch.com, too. This is where this uh, article comes from. So, he's tried to do it for financial gain. Um, you know, I mean, reading through the article, it just it still doesn't make sense to me. So, you can check it out yourself and, and see why. I don't know. Maybe y'all can decipher how in the hell he figured he was going to get some money out of hacking into a hospital's database unless it says nothing about him trying to take you know electronic funds and transfer it somewhere or something like that i mean he used to work you know for a company i guess that was contracted in them so that was that was yeah that was just dumb i mean you're 45 years old man what else? i mean seriously man like come on and then the fact that you know how to do that you can go you can come up with a hustle and make some money don't tell me that you can't come up with nothing else to do to turn some coins, man. When you that smart, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't pan out to me. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a little quick break and I'm going to be right back with y'all, man, because I got to get my mind back on track. I got about 10 minutes left with y'all and I want to make this right. We're going to get into some flimp news and I'll be right back with y'all. Peace. What up, what up, what up, though? It's your boy, Mr. Slay, here checking in with y'all. Check this out. Are you an owner-operator? Do you have a fleet? Check out my people over at Nail Trucking LLC. They're looking for good, hard-working owner-operators or fleet owners. They provide customized packages for nationwide, over-the-road dispatch services to keep your wheels rolling. You have a truck? They got the loads. Flatbeds, drive vans, reefers, tankers. It doesn't matter. Check them out. No force dispatch. They got lanes customized to your preference. Great rates per loads, dedicated lane as an option, 24-7 availability. So if you're on the road and it's in the middle of the night, if you're a night rider like me and you need to talk to somebody about your loads or looking for a load, get with my people at Nail Trucking LLC. Contact Randy at 240-640-1346. That's Randy at 240-640-1346. Or shoot him an email. Info at nailtrucking.com. That's info at nailtrucking.com. Just in case you don't know how to spell, that's I-N-F-O at nailtrucking.com. Give him a holler. Peace. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I had to take a little break, break, break there, y'all. You know what I mean? Get myself back in order and get that little business out the way. So I did take care of my business. So we are back. Thank you for tuning in for WFLNT Radio Channel 810.5 on your FM dial throughout the universe, baby. So let's get back into the news because I got like 10 minutes left with y'all. You know, I don't like to keep y'all for too long. Let's get into some Flint news, man, and let's see what's going on. So, um, it's looking like possible layoffs for city government workers in Flint, man. Um, this coming from M Live. This was June 11th, posted June 11th, 2021. 
So Flint notifies workers, notifies workers of possible layoffs. City government shut down due to budget stalemate. And they constantly got something going on, man. That's why I mean I I I think that whole system needs to be revamped. It needs to be totally revamped. Man, I tell you, man. They hit me about my daughter saying that I need to provide uh, health care for my daughter or they were going to suspend my license and garnish my daughter that don't live in Michigan and my daughter is well taken care of. I called the folks. They were arguing with me back and forth telling me that, you know, I need to do this and I need to do that. And, I, you know, I'm like, yo, man, y'all need to update y'all systems, man. My daughter, no way, shape, or form affiliated. She was born in Flint, Michigan. And she's been, she she left Flint, Michigan when she was, like, not even one years old. One year old. She wasn't even one, she wasn't even a year old. So it was just crazy that they still had her in the system and had me in the system as if her mother is on assistance or something or another. And I'm like, no, no, man, the kids are straight. Everybody's straight. Nobody needs none of that. You know, no, 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 no. But it just threw me off. And they said something about the systems. We, we got to update the system. Like, are you serious? My daughter is 16 years old, man. Like, wow. But this is about Ron Fonger. Flint, Michigan, city employees have been told they could be laid off because of deadlock over the city's budget and the potential for a local government shutdown. Flint's current budget expires on June 30th, and the city council has yet to adopt a spending plan for the fiscal year that begins July 1st, despite a city charter requirement for it to do to do so no later than than the first Monday in June. On Monday, June 7th, the council voted four to four on the $71 million budget proposed by Mayor Sheldon Neely with one amendment to the city's master fee schedule. So somebody's not on their J-O-B. Somebody's dragging their feet. Somebody's somebody is messing around. So y'all, y'all, y'all behind, y'all behind, you got to step it up. Come on, come on, government folk. These are the people that we have to deal with in office, man. So us as a community, as a whole, we really need to start looking at who we're voting for and putting in these positions because these people, they say they care. And they give you, they sell you this dream, and when they get into this position, when they get into their prospective positions, they don't do what what's required of them. They don't do they don't they don't handle business, man. They don't handle business. You're talking about a whole city structure here, and they just dragging their feet. So now you're talking about putting people out of out of out of out of jobs, laying them off. Then these people. You know, it's already it's already bad enough that they're dealing with, you know, we're dealing with the water. We're dealing with the with the, with the pandemic. 
You know, it's, it's just like, wow, man, come on. Cut cut some slack, man. Somebody need to get in there and total, just do a, just a, like they said, drain the swamp. <laughs> need to drain the swamp, man, because this is ridiculous, man. So two days later, members failed to find the six votes required to reconsider the measure. Quote, this unprecedented failure to pass a budget is putting hundreds of city of Flint employees' livelihoods in jeopardy. No shit. End quote. Neely said in a statement issued by the city Friday, June 11th, quote, our team, their families, and our community deserves better than a ongoing petty politics and continuous dysfunction that is being portrayed by some city council members. Members of the council who have voted against adoption of the budget have blamed the mayor for failing to provide them with information and for not sending them a resolution accepting the first $47 million in COVID-19 release funds from the federal government. Although the budget doesn't include any of those funds, which arrived several weeks ago, council members have prepared more than a dozen amendments to the proposed budget, including some that call for the use of some of those relief funds. Y'all got to get it together. They got to get it together, man. They got to get it together. Uh, Definitely get in touch with your councilmen. Get in touch, you know, with with all those folks down there, whoever you got to get in touch with, the mayor, all of them down there, man. And because they, they definitely can't do a shutdown right now. That's just not, that's just not good. You know, they got, obviously it says it, they got, they got the $47 million in COVID release fund. So, I mean, they got to find some way to make that work. Can't, you can't just be laying people off because y'all can't come to an agreement on something that just don't, that never made sense to me. So there was a triple shooting, of course, um, I try to find some good news, I swear, but it's hard, y'all. It is definitely hard. It's definitely hard, but I try to find some good news. I know there's a lot of good going on around there as well, but all this stuff is in the spotlight, and I will definitely try my damnedest to try and find some good news in my city, man. But it's like, man, when you run across these stories, it's just crazy. So this is coming from ABC 12. Uh, this was updated June 10th at uh, 12.04 p.m. Central Standard Time. Authorities identify man and woman killed after triple shooting in Flint, Michigan. All right, man. Uh, let's see. We'll see. We'll see. Flint, Michigan, WJRT. Police identified the man and woman shot and killed in at a residence in Flint early Sunday. Investigators say 28-year-old Jarrell Stewart was pronounced dead at the scene of a shooting in the 900 block of East York Avenue near Industrial Avenue around 3 a.m. while 32-year-old Samantha Stewart was rushed to a hospital where she later passed away. A 28-year-old man who also was shot at the residence was listed in critical condition. Jarrell and Samantha Stewart were leaving a block party in separate vehicles when the shooting took place, according to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County. Investigators have not said what led up to the shooting on Sunday 
and no arrests were announced. Anyone with information about the shooting, you got to call them crime stopper people, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get on up into that. You know what I'm saying? But it's sad that, as always, man, somebody, you know what I'm saying, lose their life. And, you know, they're two good-looking young kids, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's just messed up, man. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't, I mean, you don't know what go on behind the scenes, but when somebody lose their life, that's just ridiculous, man. It's just ridiculous. It's not called for, um, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm all about, man. Hey, man, sell your difference, Imano or Mano, man. With, you know what I mean? Hand to hand, you know, you ain't got to shoot everything, man. You're taking somebody's life. And nine times out of ten, whoever did it, and I guarantee you it was over some bullshit. It was just, just senseless. Just senseless, man. Stop being a coward. Approach and have a have a have a conversation with 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 the other person, man. Talk to them if they ain't trying to talk. You know what I mean? Or you feel disrespected, or you know what I'm saying? Shoot the fair one, man. You know what I'm saying? You get your ass whooped, man. Dust yourself off, man, and, and and take that L, man, and go on about your business, man. And if you win, you win. And you know what I mean? But you just to kill somebody over something, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't. If it's not that serious, man. It's not that serious. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta cut that out, y'all. We gotta cut it out. So uh, they got a Flint Safe Neighborhood Initiative going on for situations like this because people are getting tired, man. People getting tired of you. You can't even you can't have a a simple block party without somebody coming through shooting it up, you know, because you may have beef with one person out of twenty people, and you just mess it up for everybody. So this is from M Live. This was posted June 10th as well, 7:34 p.m. Uh, Flint Safe Neighborhoods Initiative launches with door-to-door efforts to solve weekend double homicide. Flint, Michigan State Police, the Flint Police Department, Crime Stoppers in Flint, Genesee County, and Community Panth uh, Partners and volunteers went door-to-door in Flint Thursday in a united effort to find information about a double homicide over the weekend. The new Flint Safe Neighborhood Initiative launched Thursday, June 10th, with a canvassing effort to find information on Sunday, June 6th, killing 28-year-old Jarrell Stewart and 33-year-old Samantha Stewart, who were cousins. Damn. A third person, a 28-year-old woman, was also critically injured in the shooting incident that took place as the trio left the block party around 3 a.m. Sunday on the 900 block of East York Avenue near Industrial. So they're going door to door trying to find out information on this and, you know, nobody wants to be labeled as a snitch, man. Nobody wants that jacket on. So, I mean, I hope at some point, you know, this is solved but and, and somebody come forward but that's just how it is in our community. Nobody want to wear that jacket because that jacket, that jacket come with a lot, a lot of heat, man. That's a hot jacket to have on, man. You don't want to be labeled as that. So it's going to be kind of hard for somebody to come for, come forward. And uh, because, the, I mean, they got history of, you know, people, hey, people find out. You know what I mean? People find out, but, you know. They got to do their job, man. They don't have enough police officers out there. They don't have enough detectives out there. You know what I mean? They got police officers wearing two or three different hats. You know what I mean? So it's it's 
the city is just it just needs to be total revamp man it needs to be total revamp and drain like they say like like my, like my man say drain the swamp off, off in that motherfucker man because it's all messed up but yeah y'all i thank y'all for tuning in i'm not gonna hold y'all too much longer um definitely check us out on facebook i'll put all the links up and everything but uh, keep tuning in to wflnt radio channel 810.5 i'm your host mr slate and i'm out of here